Welcome to Geographical Thinking, the podcast where you get ideas, stories, and conversations all through the lens of geography. I'm your host, Guan Yu. Have you ever called to access non-emergency local government services? It's 311 here in Toronto, and may be different depending where you are across the country. Have you ever ended that call and wondered to yourself, there has to be a better way? Matt Patrician, the CEO and co-founder of Query, knows there is a better way, and his company is looking to use smart devices to streamline interactions between residents and their municipalities. That's right. As you'll learn in my conversation with Matt, Query is developing a voice interface for geospatial data. Hi, Matt. Welcome to Geographical Thinking. Hi, Guan. Thanks for having me.、I'm、happy to be here. Now, when we call three one one here in Toronto, and it may be a different number、uh, across the country, we can access the government, local governments, non-emergency services.、Um, in your opinion, what's wrong with the current system? Uh, well, you know, I don't think there's anything necessarily wrong with the three one one services today.、Uh, you know, definitely a lot of municipalities have implemented a contact center and they've rolled out a three one one program, and they've helped to connect their residents to their service information. You know, they serve a great purpose. But、uh, what what we've observed is that these contact centers are you know sometimes overloaded with calls, and that can Create two problems.、Um, the first one is call volumes.、Uh, they're they're always increasing, and and you know there's a large cost for cities to staff a contact center, and、uh, and to maintain their service levels. In in you know for for instance,、um, in cities like Brampton in Ontario,、uh, call centers are consistently missing their target of answering 80% of calls within 30 seconds or less. This is information that they share through their open data portal, so we 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 have a good understanding of that. And then in in Chicago,、uh, they they answer well over two million calls a year with an average cost of six dollars per call. That becomes a direct cost to the city of twelve million dollars. So it's it's very expensive. And then the second problem that we observe is is that caller wait times are increasing. Ultimately, that takes away from the customer experience.、Um, uh, I think it was. I think it was a study by American Express that found that over ten percent of customers thought that any hold time at all was just unacceptable, and then over a third of those customers who hung up, they just never called back if their call wasn't answered quickly. So, I think that there needs to be more done to give customers or citizens more options to contact their city.、Um, Most cities offer online portals that connect to their customer relationship management system, or or a CRM, but adoption rates are still pretty low. So I think there's room for improvement in terms of meeting customers' needs on their terms,、uh, on the devices and apps that they use every day. So you designed and developed Q11, having those questions or those issues in mind. Tell us about the product that you built. Right,、uh, it, that's exactly it.、Uh, so Q Q one one is is this concept that we developed based on trying to solve those problems that I mentioned. So、uh, at Query, we we developed a platform called the Query Cloud, and that really what it does is effectively enables any city to connect their 
internal business systems to our platform. And then subsequently, it allows their residents to start asking questions about their community, about city services and different events that are happening. Um, so Q11 is our spin on 311, right? We're, we're providing additional communication channels outside of the traditional call center and web portal. Uh, so we called our first Alexa skill and Google Action Q11. You know, users could say, Alexa, ask Q11 what's being built nearby. Or Alexa, ask Q11 to submit a service request. And our goal is to enable anybody to just be able to ask a question and get an instant response instead of spending their time searching for information online. I own a Google Home device. If I were to ask my Google Home device today, why wouldn't it work without the integration of, you know, the technology that Query built? If you ask, for instance, where is the nearest park? What's happening in the background is either Google or, or uh, Alexa is looking for the, the best information that it has access to on the internet through different services that they've partnered with, like uh, Yelp, or in Google's sake, they've got Google Maps behind them. So they're able to provide some basic information that they're aware of. What they don't have access to is a municipality's authoritative data from their systems. And so that's where we, we bridge that gap between a municipality and their, uh, their own data uh, and what a citizen is looking for and can access, you know, something that's not inherently available on the internet. And those data could be anything that's living on their open data site that is about roads, that's about parcels, that's about parks, and that's about their garbage pickup routes. Yes. So anything service uh, related is is accessible. Um, some things are classified as open data. A municipality might publish raw data that they consider as open, freely available to view, analyze, download, and repurpose for whatever reason you want. Um, other information type products like uh, waste management uh, collection schedules or snow plowing schedules, those sort of things aren't necessarily classified as open data, but it's information that they share publicly that um, companies like Query could tap into and provide additional services, getting that information in front of the residents um, in a more efficient way. So when I ask Query, what happens in the background? Yeah, that, that's a great question. So I'll, I'll, I'll walk through a little bit of the flow, um, the, a bit of the magic that happens on the Query Cloud. Uh, so I'll start by mentioning we're, we're using sort of a combination of technology and something called natural language processing, or you might hear the term NLP. Um, and that uses artificial intelligence to understand text and spoken words to provide relevant speech back, uh, hopefully creating a more conversational experience for users. So uh, what happens is when somebody asks their smart speaker a question about maybe when their street will be plowed, the voice assistant or the smart speaker captures all of that information in the question and then tries to pull out certain keywords out of that message. And those keywords, along with the potentially the user's location and some of their contact information, can be sent to the query cloud where we transform that information into something that can be passed on to the city, to their, uh, their GIS, their geographic information system. Um, 
or potentially to their snow clearing system. And it'll understand through something called APIs. An API is an application programming interface. So what we do is we hand these city systems some information in a way that it understands. Uh, and then very quickly, it, it uses that information to query their system. What municipalities are currently on board with Q11? So we've been collaborating with quite a few municipalities across Canada and the United States. It's been really, really exciting to work with these customers. Um, in, the, in the U.S., we've been working with Sugarland, Texas, and Rutherford County, Tennessee. Uh, and then closer to home here in Ontario, we've done some really interesting things with Cambridge, uh, the city of Hamilton, and Durham region. I'll mention too, well, we talked about Q11 being the uh, sort of the, the keyword or the, the invocation word that, that people would use to, to initiate a conversation with our service. A lot of our municipal clients like to brand their service so that they can have some brand unity in the marketing of their products. So for instance, Durham region created the brand, my Durham 311. Uh, they use the brand to market their, they call it, it's an omni-channel approach to 311. Uh, and the town of Whitby is, is about to launch uh, my Whitby as the branding and invocation words when they launch their voice assistant. And uh, we've got a bit of a, an integrated chatbot that we're, we're working with them to, to implement. Cambridge uses Service Cambridge, whereas Rutherford County uses the phrase Smart Rutherford, uh, and their clients would say, uh, Alexa, open Smart Rutherford, or hey, Google, talk to Smart Rutherford. So it's wide open to the city to choose how they want to market their skill or action, but at the same time, all of the services become available through our branding of Q11 as well. That's really neat. So as we speak, there are many people out there that are currently using Q11, but may not know that's the thing, that's the technology that they're using. Exactly. Tell me some of the neat ways that these local governments use Q11 to engage their residents on. We've got a really neat example with uh, Rutherford County, Tennessee. Uh, they've done some really forward-thinking things where they wanted to decrease the time it took to notify their, their residents of the county when their property, when a property owner, um, the value of their property was revaluated. So uh, an assessment was done and the value of their property was changed. So they uh, legally need to notify each one of these property owners uh, that the value of the property has changed. And traditionally what they would do is they would print up some letters, stuff some envelopes, put a stamp on them and send them in the, in the mail. Uh, what they want to do is wrap, decrease that time rapidly to, to, for notifications. So they came to query with this problem. And, and what we did was we created, um, the solution through smart Rutherford, where, uh, a resident could just ask, Hey, smart Rutherford, uh, what's the value of my property? And so using some GIS magic and uh, the, the technology we built into the query cloud, we're able to find that information about their property, what its current assessment is, and provide that back to them very quickly um, within seconds of asking the question uh, versus having to you know wait for that notification to come to you. You can ask it at any time. 
On top of that, we've created a notification system that hooks into the voice platform so that a resident could could actually opt in to be alerted or notified when anything changes. So I don't know if you've ever ordered anything from Amazon and when it was delivered, the little light on your Alexa device turns yellow that you have a notification. Uh, our goal is to tap into that interface. And um, if, a, if a resident subscribes to for notifications, they could be notified via that yellow light ring on their device and they could ask what's my notifications and it would tell you your property has been reevaluated. Your current assessment is this. That's so interesting. And all of these data or information that are buried in these papers that are delivered to your door just become available. Do you know that of the residents who are using Query, you know, behind whatever marketing brand, what are the most common use cases? Like what do they, what are the questions that they ask most to Query? It does depend on what services the municipality is has enabled within their skill. So the way that we roll things out, we, we've got a whole menu of different capabilities within the within the platform that uh, uh, any municipality can enable. Um, but I think our observations and through our analytics, it, it, it's mostly information about counselors. Who is my counselor? How do I contact them? Uh, what ward do I live in? These are pretty simple things, but um, a lot of people are community-minded and 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 they want to know how to get involved and who to contact if they have any issues um, in their community. So ward information, members of council is definitely high on that list. Uh, zoning information, so things that are uh, have context in terms of your property. So what's the zoning for my property and what are the um, permitted uses, those sort of things. Uh, a lot of municipalities have web maps and you can, you can find them and, and learn how to use it and find your property and try to understand the information, uh, that it's giving you through the web map that could take time. You know, the simple question of, you know, Hey Google, what's the zoning for my property? And you get the response immediately is a huge win. So we've, we see a lot of that. Um, and then over the, the last couple of years, um, starting with the last presidential election and then uh, our municipal elections, uh, many of our customers have rolled out uh, the ability for residents to ask, where do I go to vote? Um, so we, we wanted to be able to provide them with the quick information on where to go to vote, what's the current wait time. And in some municipalities, you can choose where you want to go to vote. So based on the current wait times, they can decide what's the nearest place with the shortest wait time. So that was a really popular capability. That's recently. fascinating. It sounds like Query is doing a lot. Like the work that it does, it's the translator between a human voice and the systems, the geo database and the geo uh, geospatial information living in the local government. Give me an idea of how big these implementation projects are and has Anyone have done a return of investment study to see how much of call volumes have been reduced uh, because of the implementation of the system? Well, that's, that is a great question. And, and really, that's where we want to get to is providing those, me those metrics back and do the analytics to, to be able to provide that return on investment. Um, I will say the time to deploy for any of these projects is very quick because we built this platform in somewhat of a standardized way with an with i don't want to get too technical but with an api uh 
that means that our platform is ready for any municipality to essentially hook into it and be ready to go within 30 minutes or an hour. Wow. That that's yeah. very different than what I had imagined. So it's a somewhat ready to use product for um local governments to plug in. That's right. Most municipalities uh they're all doing the same thing. They all have the same business, uh they're running the same business, the same type of customer requests. Um it's pretty standardized. Uh, what's not standardized is how they manage their data and store it. Um, so what we try to do is be a little bit agnostic to that and do some of that, um, what I call it, well, data field mapping on the fly. So it doesn't matter how they store their data. We know what type of services they're providing. So we know that uh, how a conversation should go between a resident and somebody in their zoning plans examining uh, uh, office, right? So we know what type of information a citizen is going to ask. So we program it to be able to provide it. And then we just hook into the city's data. Um, in terms of customers looking at return on investment, um, we we don't have any reports to share publicly yet. But I do know that folks in in Cambridge are really looking to see how their um, our our integrated chatbot or virtual agent in their in their service Cambridge portal has reduced the number of of calls to their call center so we are definitely able to provide those those numbers and analytics uh, to them for them to report uh, we do have a couple customer success stories on our website that that anybody could go check out and and see how things are, are working for different clients um, and then i will say something we're working on is is the is the idea that we can tap into some sentiment and do some sentiment analysis based on how people are interacting with our voice skills because you get a sense of what people are saying and what they're asking and what they're how they're asking it and so you can do some sort of analysis to figure out as they're as they're interacting with the service how do they feel tell me a little bit more about that is it through the natural uh, language processing process that you were able to capture that and how like how would that kind of information be of value to local government or the customers who are calling yeah so it's it's really rudimentary around the idea right now but the concept would be based on what a a, a resident is asking and how they ask it the words they use um you can you can do some analysis on that and pull out those keywords right and and see and check to see if anybody is getting frustrated with the with the service as they're using it uh, i sort of liken it to if if you're put on hold when you've called a business and you're listening to the the hold music they could be recording you while you're sitting there waiting and getting angry and you know whatever you're saying they might be recording you and and using that information to when they come back online to to approach you a little bit differently so to relate that to the voice technology, we can use some of that information that might be packaged up in the question that they ask to pull out bits and pieces and and see, you know, is there any is there any notion of any people getting frustrated or do they feel happy about the service? Are they returning to use the service again and again for different things? And so we can do some analysis and provide that to the customers. Any other big development goals uh, down the road for a Query? Uh, yeah, we've got some really exciting things in the works i i did mention a little bit about uh our virtual agent or, or chatbot uh, so we are rolling that out uh as a uh, sort of uh an accompaniment to the voice experience so using the exact exact conversational um 
experiences voice we're, we're uh, able to drop a chatbot onto any web page or portal uh, or hub uh, so folks can interact through typing. Um, in addition to that, we were releasing a, uh, a text message bot so people can text uh, their city the same sort of thing and get the same experience with the same information back. So that's coming up. Um, I mentioned the notification system, which is which is pretty exciting. But to round out the whole kind of suite of tools, sort of a new modern communication channel is the reporting piece. So we're developing this uh, report studio that would allow um, or enable uh, a municipality to generate really quick reports based on some of the information we just shared uh, about sentiment analysis and just how people are engaging with the the information that they're they're sharing through these channels. Hmm. So Matt, do you use Q11 on a daily basis to inquire about the services provided by your local government? Going, that's that's a great question. Uh, currently, uh, no, Q one one isn't enabled for the city that I live in. Uh, we're we're working with them and and hoping to move forward soon. I, I think it would be great to to um, be able to interact with uh, with Query's product in in the place that I live. Um, but I do have a I have a demo city that I use for for all of my demonstrations uh, in Smartville, California. If you want to hear that. Absolutely. Let's check it out. Sure. Let's see. Okay. Hey, Alexa, ask Q11 what's being built nearby. There are four capital improvement projects in your area. You can say first for the first project, last for last project. First. A capital improvement project is found. Project name is culvert replacement with project number 12 to 345. Project type is Roadworks. Alexa, Status is pending. What's the nearest park? Your closest park is Megani Lane Park. The park type is Community Park. You can access the park at Megani Lane. It has the following amenities disc golf, tennis, baseball. You can say next for next park or previous Alexa. for the previous. Goodbye. Thanks for using Q11. Talk to you next time. I really hope that more of the municipalities and more residents will be able to experience such an innovative and modern way to interact with their local government. Well, thanks, Juan. We, we do too. Um, and we're looking forward to, uh, to talking to any, any municipalities who are looking to advance their uh, customer relationships through new technology. Thanks for your time today. Thank you. Matt Patrician is the CEO and co-founder of Query, a company creating new ways to connect residents to services through chat, text, and voice technology. Q11 aims to have you asking Google or Alexa about events, parks, and programs near your home. You can learn more at query.com. That's Q-W-H-E-R-Y.com. This podcast is brought to you by Esri Canada, a technology company that empowers people and organizations by the science of where. Bye for now. Thank you.